Chapter Thirteen of Wopsy: The Adventures of a Guardian Angel by Gerard S. Scriven, W.F. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. Chapter Thirteen: The Inquisitiveness of Shiny. Father George's motorbike broke down three miles from Matanga Village, and he couldn't mend it. The angels didn't help at all, for as one of them said. It was Father George's own fault for not bringing a spare piece of string with him this time. Fortunately, several strong, willing men from Matangu had gone out to meet the missionary, so they just slung the motorbike on some thick sticks and carried it to the village. Naka Naka was one of the first to greet the missionary with a joyful "you use," which is the noise these women make when they are pleased about something. Shiny was there too, eager to see everything. Wopsy was keeping a close eye on him. For there was no knowing what he might do. Wopsy was just a wee bit sad because Shiny did not really understand the meaning of Father George's coming to Matangu, for even if he was baptized, Shiny had never been taught any catechism. The place for the new mission had already been chosen. It was to be on a little hill outside the village. There was room for a church, a house for the fathers, and even other buildings. There were big shade trees around, and the ground slipped away to the edge of the forest. The cleared land would make a fine garden with banana trees, beans, manioc, and other things that people eat in Africa. All the boxes were soon carried to the top of the hill, and the motorbike was laid carefully on its side. Then Father George honked the horn as loud as he could, so that everyone heard and came to listen while he made a little speech. He said that the missionaries were coming to Matangu to teach the people about God, and that they would also look after the sick and teach the children how to read and write. Then he asked for ten strong men who were willing to help him build a hut to sleep in for the present. He had many volunteers, and at once sent them off into the forest to cut down branches and tall grasses. The porters were having a rest, telling everyone about the huge lion they had chased away, but they too had to get up and help. Shiny, dressed in a nice new piece of bark cloth which Naka Naka had made for the occasion, preferred to stay with Father George, who was preparing to open his cases. Shiny had never seen such wonderful things as were in those cases. From one box there came a big tent, which the porters began to put up. Another contained all kinds of tools. Another had all that was needed for mass, while a fourth was full of little bottles and boxes, all carefully labeled. A young friend of Shiny's, called Nagomi, was especially interested in this box. While Father George was looking the other way, Nagomi snatched a bottle with something bright and red inside and ran off with it. Shiny thought it was a good idea, so he too took a little box with little pink pills inside. Wopsy tried to stop him, but Shiny wouldn't listen. He put the box under his bark cloth and ran off with it. Fancy being naughty like that when there aren't even any devils about," said Wopsy reproachfully. But Shiny didn't hear, or at least pretended not to, and ran off to Nagomi. Wopsy flew after them anxiously. He knew there wasn't anything very dreadful in the box or in the bottle, but they mustn't swallow too much of either. Under a big shady tree in the forest, the two boys sat down to examine their treasures. Shiny tasted one of his pills. Then he gave one to Nagomi. They seemed nice and sweet, so they both swallowed three in no time, and might have gone on swallowing them if Shiny hadn't sucked one for a change and found out that the pill was as bitter as anything inside. Then they tried the bottle. But one sip from that made them throw it away as far as they could, which was just as well. 
Wopsy was sitting nearby, thinking of the mass they were going to have next morning, and telling God that Shiny didn't really mean to be naughty, and was, after all, rather small. Shiny and Nagomi did not like to go back to the village, and to Father George, just in case he had missed the bottle in the box, so they played hide-and-seek on the edge of the forest for a bit. Before long, however, Shiny sat down on a tree trunk and began rubbing his stomach. Nagomi laughed at him at first, but soon he, too, sat down and began to cry. Very quietly at first, then louder and louder, until the birds hurried away, frightened. Just then, Nakanaka, who had missed Shiny, came along the path. She found them both rolling their big eyes and complaining that they had fire inside. It wasn't really fire, only a very bad stomachache, but it seemed terrible to Nakanaka. Wopsy flew down and began whispering to Shiny's mother. He was reminding her that once upon a time Father George made Shiny better when he was badly burned outside, and suggested that perhaps the Buana could help now that her boy was burned inside. Nakanaka picked up the two little boys, tucked one under each arm, and set off to see Father George. She found him looking over his medicine bottles, and wondering what had happened to one of them, and to a little box of pills. As soon as he saw Shiny and Nagomi, he asked them what they had eaten. With floods of repentant tears, the truth came out. Father George was not cross. In fact, he laughed, and said the pink pills were meant for pale persons, and not for little negro boys. Then he went to the box and took out some more pills, black ones this time. He made them each take one, and sent them both home to bed. Early next morning, two small boys, looking not quite so black as usual, woke up to find that the pains had gone, and before nightfall they were running about just as usual. Neither of them, however, went near Father George's boxes again. End of chapter 13